Father God, we thank you for today's reading, September 22nd. Isaiah thank 39, 1 to 41, 16. Lord, please be with us, Lord. Give us ears to hear, eyes to see, <laughs> the beauty of your word. Okay, Anna, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because I, I don't know why I interjected that. Even your brain is like... <laughs> She's trying to help me. <laughs> okay, Lord, thank you for this uh, revelation that's going to come. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, move. Isaiah 39.1 to 41.16. Soon after this, Merodach Baladan, son of Baladan, king of Babylon, sent Hezekiah his best wishes and a gift. He had heard that Hezekiah had been very sick and that he had recovered and that he had recovered. Hezekiah was delighted with the Babylonian envoys and showed them everything in his treasure houses, the silver, the gold, the spices, and the aromatic oils. He also took them to see his armory and showed them everything in his royal treasuries. There was nothing in his palace or kingdom that Hezekiah did not show them. Then Hezekiah, the, or then Isaiah the prophet went to King Hezekiah and asked him, What did those men want? Where were they from? Hezekiah replied, They came from the distant land of Babylon. What did they see in your palace? asked Isaiah. They saw everything, Hezekiah replied. I showed them everything I own, all my royal treasuries. Then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, Listen to this message from the Lord of Heaven's armies. The time is coming when everything in your palace, all the treasuries stored up in your ancestors until now, will be carried off to Babylon Nothing will be left, says the Lord. Some of your very own sons will be taken away into exile. They will become eunuchs who will serve in the palace of Babylon's king. Then Hezekiah said to Isaiah, This message you have given me from the Lord is good. For the king was thinking, At least there will be peace and security during my lifetime. Wow. Okay, <coughs> comfort, comfort my people, says, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem. Tell her that her sad days are gone and her sins are pardoned. Yes, the Lord has punished her twice over all her sins. Listen, it's the voice of someone shouting, Clear the way through the wilderness for the Lord. Make a straight highway through the wasteland for our God. Fill in the valleys and level the mountain and hills. Strengthen the curves and smooth out the rough places. Then the glory of God will be revealed, and all people will see it together. The Lord has spoken. A voice said, Shout. I asked, What should I shout? Shout that people are like the grass. Their beauty fades as quickly as the flowers in a field. The grass withers and the flowers fade beneath the breath of the Lord. And so it is with people. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our God stands forever. Beautiful. The um, O Zion, messenger of good news, shout from the mountaintops, shout it louder, O Jerusalem, shout and do not be afraid. Tell the towns of Judah. I'll take it. Okay. Your God is coming. Yes, the Sovereign Lord is coming in power. 
He will rule with a powerful arm. See, he brings his reward with him as he comes. He will feed the flock, his flock like a shepherd. He will carry the lamb in his arms, holding them closely to his heart. He will gently lead the mother's sheep with their young. Who else has held the oceans in his hands? Who has measured off the heavens with his fingers? Who else knows the weight of the earth or has weighed the mountains and hills on a scale? Who is able to advise the Spirit of the Lord? Who knows enough to give him advice or teach him? Has the Lord ever needed anyone's advice? Does he need instruction about what is good? Did someone teach him what is right or show him the path of justice? No, for all the nations of the world are but a drop in the bucket. They are nothing more than dust on the scales. He picks up the whole earth as though it were a grain of sand. All the wool in Lebanon's forest and all Lebanon's animals will not be enough. He makes a burnt offering worthy of our God. To make a burnt offering worthy of our God, the nations of the world are worth nothing to him. In his eyes they count for less than nothing, mere emptiness and froth. To whom can you compare God? With what image can you find to resemble him? Can he be compared to an idol form in a mold? overlaid with gold and decorated with silver chains? Or if people are too poor for that, they might at least choose wood that won't decay and a skilled craftsman to carve an image that won't fall down. Haven't you heard? Don't you understand? Are you deaf to the words of God? The words he gave before the world began? Are you so ignorant? God sits above Above the circle of the earth, the people below seem like grasshoppers to him. He spreads out the heavens like a curtain. He makes his tent from them. He judges the great people of the world and brings them all to nothing. They hardly get started, barely taking root. Then he blows on them and they wither. The wind carries them off like chaff. To whom will you compare me? Who is my equal? Ask the Holy One. Look into the heavens. Who created all the stars? He brings them out like an army, one after another, calling each by its name. Because of his great power and incomparable strength, not a single one is missing. O oh, Jacob, how can you say the Lord does not see your troubles? O Israel, how can you say God ignores your rights? Have you not, never heard, have you never understood, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not worry, grow weary. They will walk and not faint. 
But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Listen in silence before me, you lands beyond the sea. Bring your strongest arguments. Come now and speak. The court is ready for your case. Who has stirred up this king from the east, rightly calling him to God's service? Who gives this man victory over many nations and permits him to trample their kings underfoot? With his sword he reduced armies to dust. With his bow he scatters them like chaff before the wind. He chases them away and goes on safely. Though he is walking over unfamiliar ground, who has done such mighty deeds, summoning each new generation from the beginning of time? It is I, the Lord, the first and the last. I alone am He. The lands beyond the sea watch in fear. Remote lands tremble and mobilize for war. The idol makers encourage one another, saying to each other, Be strong. The carvers encourage the goldsmith, and the molder keep helps at the anvil. Good, they say, is coming along fine. Carefully they join the parts together, then fasten the thing in place so it won't fall over. But as for you, Israel, my servant Jacob, my chosen one, des descended from Abraham, my friend, I have called you back from the ends of the earth, saying, You are my servant, I have chosen you. And will not throw you away. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. See, all your angry enemies lie there, confused and humiliated. Anyone who opposes you will die and come to nothing. You will look in vain for those who try to conquer you. Those who attack you will come to nothing. For I hold you by your right hand. I, the Lord your God, and I say to you, Don't be afraid. I am here to help you. Though you are a lowly worm, O Jacob, don't be afraid, people of Israel, for I will help you. I am the Lord your Redeemer. I am the Holy One of Israel. You will be a new threshing instrument with many sharp teeth. You will tear your enemies apart, making shaft of mountains. You will toss them into the air, and the wind will blow them all away. A whirlwind will scatter them. Then you will rejoice in the Lord. You will glory in the Holy One of Israel. Amen and amen. Amen. Woo-wee. Oh. That's an amazing scripture. Yeah. A couple amazing scriptures in here. It says right here, Your God is coming. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Yes, the Sovereign Lord is coming in power. He will rule with a powerful arm. See, he brings his reward with him as he comes. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will carry the lambs in his arms, holding them close to his heart. He will gently lead the mother sheep with the young. 
Amen. Right. I like this promise. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our God stands forever. Amen. You know, um, reading this gives me so much comfort on who our God is, and He's got it together. He goes, I got it, Fernando. I got the ends of the world. I got it. I have it. Haven't you heard, Fernando? Don't you understand? Are you deaf to the words of God and the words He gave before the world began? Are you so ignorant? The words He gave before the world began. Something about that the words he gave, we can use them as we speak them out. They're tools. They're, they, they produce what they say. Mm. You know, what we say. Is, and it says, uh, because of his great power and incomparable strength, not a single one is missing. Oh, Jacob, how can you say that the Lord does not see your troubles? Oh, Israel, how can you say God ignores your rights? Have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar on high on wings like eagles. They will run, not grow weary, and they will walk and not faint. Amen. Amen. Down here it says, It is I, the Lord, the first and the last. I am alone am He. Amen. Amen. Um, just one thing in the beginning that I was wondering why, well, as soon as the prophetic word came to Hezekiah, from Isaiah regarding what was going to happen to all his stuff. And, um, you know, he told them that his sons were going to be eunuchs and they're going to be turned over to the Babylonia. But, you know, it gave him great comfort to hear that his, his rest of his time on earth was going to be full of peace. So he took it as a good word, you know. He's kind of like uh, facetious or, or smart aleck against Isaiah, you know. Because he had prayed for 15 more years, remember? Mm -hmm. And then he was complaining he was going to be cut off in his youth. And so he was pretty comfortable, <laughs> you know. And, but it's amazing he showed all those riches to the, mm -hmm. to the... You know, I kind of find myself in that foolish state, you know, when you, you show all your cars or you spend all your money. And, and when foolishness or pride gets a hold of you, you know, it's, you know, God wants you to be conservative, preserved. Mm -hmm. Even in my talk, you know, I have to try to give everybody every bullet I have, you know. Yeah, but. I also, and then a little further down in, it's in number eight, maybe? No, number mm -hmm. three, 39.3, three, I guess. It says, listen, it's the voice of someone shouting, 
clear the way through the wilderness for the Lord. It kind of just reminded me when John the Baptist was, you know, in the book. In John, where they, John the Baptist says, they're, you know, they prepare the way of the Lord you know, mm-hmm. through the wilderness. Remember how he, he says that to the people? So that kind of just reminded me from there. I don't know if it's a quote from there, but that was cool. Amen. Would you like to read Galatians, Ephesians, sure. one to twenty-three? Lucky, lucky you. Amen. Our favorite yeah. oh, passage. Yes, 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 yes. Awesome. Okay, so um, Ephesians one one to twenty-three. This letter is from Paul, chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ. I'm, te- I'm writing to God's holy people in Ephesus who are faithful followers of Christ Jesus. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. Because we are united with Christ, even before he made the world. God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do and to... And it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious church grace he has poured out on us who belong in his dear son. He's so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with our with the with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. He has showered his kindness on us along with all the wisdom and understanding. God has now revealed to us his mysterious plan regarding Christ, a plan to fulfill his own good pleasure. And this is the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For he chose us in advance, and he makes everything work out according to his plan. God's purpose was that that we Jews who were the first to trust in Christ, that we Jews who were the first to trust in Christ would bring praise and glory to God. And now you Gentiles have also heard the truth of the good news that God saves you. And when you believe in Christ, he identified you as his own. By giving you the Holy Spirit whom he promised long ago. The Spirit of God's guarantee that he will give us inheritance he promised. That he has purchased us to be his own people. He did this so we would praise and glorify him. Ever since I heard of your strong faith 
in the Lord Jesus and your love for God's people everywhere. I have not stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly, asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called his holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world but also in the world to come. God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church. And the church in his body is made full and complete by Christ, who fills all things everywhere with himself. Amen. Amen and amen. Good reading. Wow, that was just an amazing reading. We read the whole chapter 1 of Ephesians. Yeah, in the beginning it was really, before it gets to the prayer that we always like to pray, it had a lot of good in that preceding the prayer, you know, that we like to pray. It just had some incredible, incredible, um, you know, promises of the Holy Spirit. Um, it just had some great things about our inheritance, you know, and how we are in Christ, united with Christ, and how all the authority is going to be in the heaven and earth is going to be under Christ. <laughs> Amen. I love it. I yeah. hear that. And and you know, it, it's at the very beginning. Um, it it speaks of um, in number three. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we're united with Christ even before he made the world. Amazing, huh? Before he made the world. God loved us and chose us in Christ even before he made the world. How amazing is that? Amen. Yeah. And he chose us so that we would be holy and without fault in his eyes. So And he adopted us into his own family. I mean, how awesome is that? That, you know, through Jesus, we are now sons and daughters of God. And we are um, blessed with what he, our daddy has. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places because of Christ. So that, to me, the beginning of that, whoa, I just, it really came like, <laughs> and the inheritance over here that it talks about, you know, it really does give um, him, you know, it says he's so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. He showered his kindness on us all along with his wisdom and understanding. So it just says he's so rich in kindness and grace and mercy, you know, because because he was purchased through Jesus. But that's like, that doesn't say he's so rich in anger or he's so rich in, in punishment, you know. This says he's rich in, in, in kindness and rich in mercy. It's so awesome. 
Um, and it says, furthermore, because we're united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For he chose us in advance and he makes everything work out according to his plan. Amen. So I, I like that because it says we have an inheritance. We Amen. have an inheritance. What Christ did brought forth a great inheritance for our lives here on this earth. Amen. That we can Amen. walk in. We walk in the inheritance. Ask, seek, and knock, Lord. We thank you for houses. We thank you for riches. We ask you for riches. And thank you. We ask you for our inheritance from fathers, from our Heavenly Father. We ask you for inheritances. And we thank you for our prudent spouses that are from the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Father God. <laughs> thank you, Lord, for your incredible greatness of your power. We do believe, Lord, the same power that raised Christ from the dead and he's seated at the place of honor on God's right hand in heavenly realms. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father God, for the authority and the power of the leadership in Jesus Christ. Lord, he is the true God and only God. Thank you, God, that we're in it to win it because of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for, for the benefits. And we receive the blessings. We say yes and amen. Yes and amen. Praying the Psalms, we confess our sins so that God will listen to our prayers. Thank you, Lord God, for... <clears throat> Lord, with Psalm 66, 1 and 20. Shout joyfully praises to God, all the earth. Sing about the glory of His name. <clears throat> Tell the world how glorious He is. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. Your enemies cringe before your mighty power. Everything on earth will worship you. They will sing your praises. Shouting your name in glorious songs. Come and see what our God has done. What awesome miracles he performs for people. He made a dry path through the Red Sea and his people went across on foot. There we rejoiced in him. For he, for by his great power he rules forever. He watches over every movement of the nations. Let no rebel rise in defiance. Let the whole earth bless our God and loudly sing his praises. Our lives are in his hands and he keeps our feet from stumbling. You have tested us, O God. You have purified us in the silver. You capture us in your net and lay the burden of slavery on our backs. Then you put a leader over us. We went through the fire and blood and flood, but you brought us to a place of a great abundance. Amen. Now I come to your temple with burnt offerings to fulfill the vows I made to you. Yes, the sacred vows that I made when I was in deep trouble. That is why I am sacrificing burnt offerings to you. <coughs> the best of my rams as a pleasing aroma and a sacrifice of bulls and male goats. Come and listen, all you who fear God, and I will tell you what he did for me. For I cried out to him for help, praising him as I spoke if I had not confessed the sins in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But God did listen. He did attention to my prayer, 
Praise God who did not ignore my prayer or withdrew his unfailing love for me. Amen. Amen. Proverbs 23, 25, and 28. So give your father and mother joy. May she who gave you birth be happy. O oh, my son, give me your heart. May your eyes take delight in following my ways. A prostitute is a dangerous trap. A promiscuous woman is as dangerous as falling into a narrow pit. She hides and waits for, like a robber, eager to make more men unfaithful. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for the reading of your word. Amen.